0: Hey folks, we are back with another episode of our podcast. I have Mr. Ryan Cessna on here with me and I brought him on because he is the king of unique and odd at Seagrest Inc here. Uh, so Ryan, I know you've been in the industry quite a long time. Uh, fish have been something that's been a part of your life, I think pretty much since you were a child. So
1: yes. tell me a
0: little bit about you know who you are, what you do and what your role is here at Seagrest.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So. Um, Pretty much my background with uh, being in the industry is, uh, I started very young at like pet shops and stuff like that. Um, I went into from the pet shops to fish farms and then from fish farm to a coral warehouse, you know, so I've kind of been jumping in, you know, kind of around everything. Um, but I also got it um, midway through, at my end of high school years, I went and got a degree. I talked to my um, one of my agriculture teachers about what I wanted to do and I could never figure it out, but I've always talked about fish all the time. So she was like, well, there's a degree in aquaculture you can get, which, never even heard of at the time. So I decided to go to college and get a degree in aquaculture, which, you know, that led me to a lot of great things in my life and especially, you know, here, you know, and I've been here for about a little over three years now, three great years, (laughs) I love it here. So.
0: Excellent. Now you say fish farms and, you know, coming from Michigan, I had no idea what a fish farm was. I had a picture in my head, you know. Uh, So describe to the audience a little bit about what does a fish farm look like? What is it all about?
1: Well, that's the best thing about fish farms, is a lot of them look very different. You know, so the first fish farm I worked at uh, was when I was getting my degree in aquaculture. I was uh, fortunate enough to where I was working at the University of Florida research lab, which is actually about 15 minutes from here. Um, So working there, it's different because, of course, they have a lot of big, um, almost like greenhouses on one side. Then they have about—I can't remember—I think it's like 20 to 25 ponds outside. Um, Now, of course, a research lab is not going to have fish that a regular old, you know, like a fish farm would. A usual fish farm would have. You know, they have. Arapaima outside, alligator gars, Australian murray cod, you know, weird, odd things, um, which of course started my obsession with with very odd fish, um, you know, especially staining out arapaimas. But um, then I went to Ron Connor's Tropical Fish Farm, which is one of the bigger fish farms in Florida. They have around 300 outdoor ponds and they back up to a swamp. Um, But that was the farm that's going to have your ponds that are full of African cichlids and, uh, you know, angels and giant danios. And bunch of different tropical fish like that they would sell to you know here at Segrist. Um so we would get all the get all the fish outside we would seine the ponds and of course anyone that doesn't know saning is just pretty much the, every time you see a big pond full of fish we're the ones that would take the net and we would take all the fish out with that net and then we'd transport them to the building get them ready to you know pack and all that stuff and then ship them off to Seagrass.
0: Excellent I love it. So to give you an idea, so we grew a little bit from the uh, 16 tanks in Elwyn's basement. You can certainly go on our website and read about his story. It's actually quite awesome and quite a story of entrepreneurship. Uh, so we have about 250 acres of ponds uh, that we own here at Seagrass. So we produce quite a few of our own animals. Um, so what Ryan's talking about is you know a piece of that. And then Florida has an absolute rich history uh, of fish farming. So that's certainly a, a whole nother level of, you know in depth to the hobby.
1: Yeah, and especially yeah. aquatica being so different from the fish farms i was explaining they're almost all indoor you know with the big concrete vats uh you know like sandy even had that uh, the interview with that was the chris biggs i want to say um what the aquatica showing all like 600 of the vats they bred all the flecos and the african cichlids and stuff like that so it just goes to show the variety of what kinds of fish farms there are it's not just you know, when you think of a fish farm and it's a big pond in the ground, you know what I mean? It can be inside, it can be outside in a greenhouse, you know? So the people, especially in Florida, have found many ways to breed and to raise fish. So Absolutely. it's really cool going to visit
0: Definitely. So I know you kind of you touched on, you know, why are you a fish person and what led you to this career um, with your, your arapinas and your oddballs obsession. <laughs> so that, yeah, I think that's a really kind of unique a piece of who you are, you know, to be a part of our team. Um, so as far as, you know, what you do at Seeger's Tank here and, you know, you get to really reach out to customers and your role is unique uh, in that you are specialized in bringing new customers in, which I think is imperative to bring them into our family of customers and, and how we get started. So tell the audience a little bit about your experience with bringing new people in.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, I got um, I was lucky enough to be one of the Me and a coworker of mine, Becca, we were the first ones at Seeger's to have uh, the new position of a new partner coordinator. Right. So pretty much what that is for us is we're going to be the ones that will be um, pretty much anytime someone submits a request to get set up with us here at Secrets Forms, uh, it'll get sent to either me or her. And then we can go ahead and we can contact them. We can email them and we'll talk about, you know, what, you know, exactly what we're going to need to get them set up different requirements. Of course, because, you know, fortunately we can't sell to everybody, you know, so of course they have to meet the specific requirements like a retail store and or, you know, uh, maintenance accounts that deal with commercial locations and stuff like that um but yeah i mean we're lucky enough to where we get to set up these new stores and set up even people that have been you know in business for 10 20 30 years and like oh maybe i want to try secret out, you know so we can get them into the uh into the whole secret sync world as well um so yeah i pretty much gather their information i get it sent off to uh, management so they can approve it once it's approved then i can go over all the different um you know the the minimums and the shippings and all the different kind of things that they would need to know how to log into the website um, but i'd say one of the best parts too is um you know helping those new stores get set up and, and the roles that they would need to play and either if they want to hire someone if they don't want to hire someone what job positions you would want to do you know making sure they're staying on top of the maintenance for the fish tanks or they're you know not overloading the fish tanks at one time because you know some some pet stores and whenever they you know they get their fish department set up what's the first thing they want to do they want to just load the whole tank full of a bunch of fish but we kind of have to pump the brakes a little bit and kind of you know explain to them what the best way of doing it is starting it very slowly getting some uh, smaller live bears in there to make sure the tanks are cycled well and uh, once they get that going then we can start introducing the other fish you know so definitely an awesome job though
0: Definitely, uh, and i think something that's unique is you know as a store you know, hobbies may not know this as a store, you get set up with a sales rep here, and that's your sales rep. <laughs> yeah. You know, so every time you call in, you're going to talk to Ryan if that's your rep that you, have yep. you have to set up with or, you know, many of the other staff we have here at Secrets <laughs> Inc. Uh, and really, you build a bond. Uh, a lot of our oh, sales yeah. reps have stores that have been with them a decade or two. Um, so you almost Absolutely. grow it with the stores that are out there. And it's unique when we have the stores that are the, you know, legendary stores that have been around for several yeah. decades. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, the other ones
1: you can- see on Facebook and everything all over the place. Yeah. And that's, yeah. that's a good point, too, you bring up. Because uh, you know, in my position, um, after I get people set up, I'll keep them for about a month. You know, maybe a little bit longer. I just want to make sure they're in the groove of everything. They understand how it all works. Uh, and then what I would do is I would transfer them over to one of the senior sales reps. You know, and we're pretty much all a big family back there in the sales office. You know, so we all know each other. We all know who likes what. You know, this guy's a saltwater guy. This guy's a he loves plecos, that kind of thing. You know, so whenever I'm passing these customers off, I'm building kind of this. Um, you know, a relationship with them to where I'm figuring out exactly what they're into, what they wanting, how they are as a character. And then I can give them to the, you know, transfer them over to the, the sales reps I feel would best fit their needs, you know, so that way I can keep the I can they can grow a bond and they can just keep going and flourishing from there, you know. So that's,
0: that's awesome. exciting to do. <laughs> and for you hobbyists out there that benefits you because now if you've got a plucko crazy store with a plucko crazy rep. Yes. Uh, it's a beautiful thing. Beneficial
1: for everybody. <laughs>
0: everybody's happy. Mm-hmm. Wow.
1: Yeah. Especially with the oddball plecos that we've been getting recently, oh, too.
0: <laughs> I'm a sucker I for phone, my cool phone lines.
1: is loaded with photos. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> so part of that, I know when you got to the buildings, and it's you know when you talk oddball fish and hobbyists talk about oddball fish. Yes, there's the cool colors and unique features, but. Part of it's behavior. What are some of the unique behaviors that you find out there that, you know, even some of the nano fish you didn't realize just have cool behaviors and that's part
1: of it. It's a really good question. Um, I know that there's a few um, like archer fish, right? Those ones are notorious for spitting out of the water, you know, and I've, I've always wanted to have a setup with archer fish. You know, I've seen some tanks where they have you know like maybe like a 75 gallon long or something like that and they have a little bit of the top portion of the tank that's you know not you know not full all the way they have vines going across it and stuff like that so you can see the archers actually do what they do in the wild you know but another cool thing like to visually watch is uh, like splash tetras right splash tetras will actually lay their eggs outside of the water and splash them to keep them moist and then the fish will hatch outside of the water too you know so there's a lot of cool unique fish that you would know you know you wouldn't even know about i mean i've i've sold Splash tetras for a few years before I even knew that they did that. Why they were called Splash tetras, you know? So that's one of the unique and fun things about talking with different customers. I, you know, even though I'm a sales rep at Seagrass or a new partner coordinator, I still learn things every day from people. And that's what's one of the
0: best parts. So. Well, I know one of your favorite things is talking to your customers about the fish. Uh, and you know, one of my favorite things when I worked in sales was to hear the reaction on the other end of the phone. You know, we're all just jazzed about something we see in the buildings about our, our million. Fish oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah. What are some of your favorite reactions you get from your stores when you're just both excited about this animal.
1: Honestly, I would I would say probably one of my favorite reactions to get is whenever the owner of the store is like, "I loved it so much, I had to take it home," you know, because you know it's not all of them want to do that. Usually, you'll hear like, "Oh, I'm going to wait till the end of the week and we'll see if it's still there," and then I'll maybe take. It. No, he was like, I sent him some Louis Lao catfish or Lao Laos. And, um, he was like, Oh my God, these, these things came in amazing. He's like, I bought, I took one home, my employees took one home and then the other two sold as soon as we, you know, before they even were in the tank, you know? So I love hearing stuff like that. But I would say probably one of the, the, um, more interesting things is I had a customer, um, up in Utah, the waterfront, they did an unboxing video. Um, and it was pretty much like a recording of them opening up each box, taking the fish out, you know, (laughs) it was great shipment. So it made it even better. You know the fish all looked amazing. They showed after shots of like you know like the jaguar catfish. They took it out and they show or they showed a, uh, a shot of it in the tank. You know, and like the beautiful gold stripe that went down the side of them, you know. So that was that was definitely a cool one watching them post this, this video of them unboxing like a four or five box Seekers to order with just oddball fish and just really cool stuff. So that that was that was a really unique one experience that I had at least.
0: So that's awesome. And then we get to see them in customers' tanks on the you know on the hobby front. So it really kind of brings it yep. full circle. Oh, uh, absolutely. I mean- <laughs> Uh, and we do a lot of vetting our vendors. You know, we audit our vendors. You know, our supply chains are, are heavily uh, watched over, as far as when we bring fish in. So these animals, really, we you know, we kind of know from the beginning. You know, to the yeah. full end. So it's neat to see these animals go full circle um, because we're all hobbyists at heart. So it's like oh, absolutely, and then,
1: you me. know, especially with the vendor thing, you know, like not only do we have a great we have great vendors, um, but you know, one of the better parts. Um, with having the great vendors is also having a great buyer that purchases from the other vendors and then of course the lab staff that we have here that's able Absolutely. to you know see them when they land, um, see how they are, see if there's any health issues, anything that needs to be attended to medication wise, you know, so our buyer will go out there and make sure that we're getting the right stuff. That way, you know, we know that, you know, even though we had it come in on an order, we want to make sure, especially like if it's a Louis Lao Catfish or a Lau Lau. Um, that is the right fish, you know, because of course a juvenile catfish. I mean, there's so many that look so so similar You know what I mean? So we, we want to make sure that we get them like a second eye on it Make sure we identify and make sure we're selling the right stuff too So that that makes it you know ten times better that you know I know that I'm sending quality fish the right fish everything to the customers, you know,
0: absolutely so. Definitely now I, I'm guessing, you know, if the audience was participating in this they would ask what do you have? What are your I wishes, wants, bucket list—I know eels are one of your big favorite things. Oh yeah, in yeah, your house, I love oddball so. eels. Yeah,
1: that's actually one one thing me and my wife have uh, that we love that we share in common is our is our love for oddball eels and stuff like that. Like I remember the first time I picked up the Hawaiian door feel from uh, from it's probably like one of the one of the first things I bought. You know, is whenever you know I was probably like a few months into working at Seagrass, I see these bags come in with these little you know small Hawaiian door feels. I was like, I don't, I'm I'm taking that home. She's gonna love it. <laughs> You know, but there's, of course, there's so many things that I wish I could have, you know, like a Blueface Angel, a Pelini Grouper, um, a Fu Manchu Lionfish, you know, just on the saltwater side. Um, I'd love to have a tank that I could just set up and throw some of those guys in there. Um, but I've, I mean, I love freshwater tanks, too. I mean, I have a majority of like four saltwater tanks or something at the house. Uh, and I have one one freshwater tank at the house. But um, and I did make it a point to have some freshwater tanks at my desk at Seagrist so that way i could you know i set up a shrimp tank uh, my first shrimp tank with neocardinias um, i have some of those uh, yellow fire shrimp which i absolutely love um but if i honestly if i could if i had um, like a dream fish it would probably be some really cool shrimp that i could you know have and breed in that little dust tank that i have um so that that'd probably be what i'm looking at and we do get a lot of you know we don't just get the you know the standard you know assorted neocardinias or the same cherries and blue velvets all the time Every once in a while, we'll get some nice, you know, like red crystals or, you know, or anything there's, there are Silowasi shrimps and stuff like that. Yeah. So it's, it's always really interesting to see the cool little unique shrimps that we get into. Definitely That's an overlooked awesome. category for sure.
0: Definitely. And certainly, you know, oddball and, and rare and unique doesn't mean difficult to take care of. And sometimes it does, you know, so certainly there are animals that, you know, really are just kind of, the, you know, off the cuff. And then there's the animals that really do need a lot of, you know, Specialized, setup, specialized habitats. so as hobbyists listening you know don't be afraid to research and find out you know what do you have that's going to work in your water and in your yeah. aquarium um, yeah.
1: and utilize your local fish storage for that too you know they're, they're full of information um but there are i mean there are a, a, quite a few nice um some may category or categorize them as oddballs some might not um but one thing i would certainly throw out there um for a unique fish that's not necessarily too difficult to take care of is like um, you're like your smaller rainbows, you know, dwarf rainbows, like your Gertrude Ararus, your signifers, fricadas, thread fins, you know, they're not necessarily a difficult fish to take care of. If you have a nice planted tank at your house with some driftwood, some really nice plants, you know, maybe a pair of angel fish, rainbows, any other kind of thing like that, they're always a great addition to them. You know, as long as they have good coverage in the plants, a lot of rock structure, driftwood, whatever, you know, you have in that tank. Um, I would say dwarf rainbows make a great addition to a lot of tanks, you know, for even those people that can't have, a tank that has a bunch of bosmanis or madagascars goiter rivers the larger rainbows you know you can always have a small mm-hmm. tank and we all know just by looking in those magazines that we send out to all the stores you know nano tanks are are really hot right now so a lot of people are getting set up with the rasboras the small tanks the plants um aquascaping is another big thing oh, yeah. so yeah i would uh <laughs> i even set up a another tank at my desk <laughs> <Another>? Donald, <laughs> with uh you know it was a little like 15 or 20 gallon tank i put a bunch of plants in there got some of the bonsai wood uh that we have um that we've been selling to a lot of stores which have been going great um which i would recommend a lot of people look at those bonsai woods or even yeah. ask your local fish store about it because that's i mean those are awesome um Absolutely. but yeah i, I made it a, a dwarf rainbow tank i put a bunch of like maybe like six gertrude arari rainbows in there um and a few fricatas and, and whatnot so yeah i love that tank now but, you know i use those tanks at my desk to kind of experiment and find out what is cool how do you take care of these things you know what do they look like when they mature and they color up you know like those is for sure, male Bertrude Ararus, you might not see them all the time at stores, but when you do and you see a nice male, they're beautiful fish. So
0: Absolutely. Uh, and I get this question a lot, you know, I work with their, our social media brands, um, you know, how do I get this fish? And we'll post a picture in, in the hobbyists like you guys and like us, how do I get that? Uh, <laughs> you know, and so we don't sell directly to the hobby for a myriad of reasons. <laughs> and we have a really nice long written article on our website if you'd like to yep. check that out. It really comes down to we want those local stores, your local store near you, to continue to be the inspiration, to continue Absolutely. being the experience. Um, so, as a hobbyist, reach out to them. A lot yes. of that's in special order programs. Uh, and the really neat thing we have set up here, and Ryan can attest to this if a store requests an animal, that doesn't mean they have to purchase the animal. What that yep. does yep. is it alerts Ryan, it yep. alerts our buyers that someone is looking for the animal. Uh, and then when we bring the animal in, We all get emails, we know the animal's here and ready to go. uh, And then your local fish store is contacted.
1: I'm glad you pointed out too, that you don't have to buy that fish. You know, if we put in a request, you know, if you come to me and say, Ryan, I'm looking for um, some alligator guards, would you mind throwing a request down for me? I put that request in, as soon as we get some in, if you get the email saying, hey, the alligator guards you guys just requested are in stock, you're not, you don't need to buy that. It's not that, you know, it's saying, hey, they're here for you, you need to buy them. Is simply just saying, Hey, we got the fish. I know you wanted some, we got some in, you know, so if you can't take them at that time, that's fine. I'm sure we can get them another time. If you did want them, you now know we have the fish exactly. you want and that you can translate that to your customer as well. But I highly encourage uh, going to the local fish stores near you sending, you know, whatever it is that you may want, even if it's something out there, the tank raised tiger severums that I posted on Facebook. You know what I mean? You, you go to them and, and ask for it and, and, you know, branching out a little bit, finding a store that's, you know, super cool that you've never been to and go in there and seeing what they can do for you. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I love getting requests because that's one of the things that makes Seagrass's list so large, you know, with the oddball fish is people requesting or gulper catfish or the lao or, you know, different kinds of pikes, like the zebra pikes that we have out there the Turo stingrays, you know, so those requests, I mean, I love those. Even if it's something we've never had before, you know, they, or our buyer is more than happy to look for it. Ask vendors for it, you know. So we'll go a long way, even if it's you know, for any hobbyist that goes to a store and asks for a fish, we you know, we'd go a long ways to find that fish for him.
0: Absolutely, and sometimes you know, what we do a sustainable wild collection. Uh, you know, and so sometimes these animals are seasonal and sometimes this animal, you know, is only available <laughs> for a very short period of time. You know, and COVID kind of shifted some of our, our shipping abilities as far as making sure the animals had a safe transit. Uh, and really, it comes down to time frames. Yeah. So with fewer flights and fewer availabilities, you know, some of the availability that was last year yeah. changed. And we seem to be getting back to, you know, the normal availability yeah. as much as we can. With as
1: as much as we travel. can, <laughs> for sure. There's still a few places we've been having some uh, some... Um, issues getting stuff from, but it's not, it's more or less like what you were saying, the flight times. We want to make sure that even if there is a flight that's coming to us that has the stuff that we need, we want it to make sure it's not a 72 hour or longer flight. We want to make sure it's in enough time that we are comfortable getting the fish, you know, that we've had luck in the past doing, you know.
0: Absolutely. So. Well, perfect. You know, I, I think we've kind of covered lots of oddball things. I hope our our hobbyists out there, you guys had a, a fun listening to Ryan's role here and Getting excited about those oddballs and you know, reaching out to your local pet store and finding out what's out there because right now you know the industry everybody is just super excited with people staying home mm-hmm. more. You know your fish tanks are, are part of your solitude and part of your your healing and everything connection to nature Absolutely. out there.
1: <laughs> yeah. And I think it's a great I think it's great how many uh, how many fish stores have, have adapted to what the new normal is with curbside pickups and you know stuff like that posting videos on Facebook. I mean social media is a very I mean that's a tool I recommend a lot, you know every fish store using so especially now you know with uh, you might not be able to have a heavy foot traffic in your store because of the uh, because of covid or if you are only doing curbside pickup you can still post videos on Facebook or Instagram whatever you're using you know just to show everyone what you got you know so that way you can still get those oddball fish <laughs> say look at this zebra pike that I just got we'll you know who it. <laughs> wants it you know are these the cool plicos that we've been getting in you know, it's like Leopard Frog plecos. this one that, you know, people go nuts about. Gold Nuggets, you know, it's another one. So, I mean, there's just, there's a lot of really interesting stuff that we get all the time. Not just, you know, not just, you know, from one month to the next. I mean, sometimes it's weekly. We're getting these just insane shipments of crazy stuff, you know. Things, I honestly, I, things, I mean, we're still getting things that I'm like, I didn't even know that was a thing. You know, like a freshwater <laughs> frogfish. I'm like, I've never even, I see those at saltwater all the time. You know never saw one in freshwater you know so there's it, it blows my mind sometimes the things that we get you know so
0: absolutely well thank you for joining us uh hope your thank hobbies you. are inspired out there we appreciate you having you on uh and so grab a friend get out to your local fish store get a fish tank and get started
1: request some fish <laughs> <Absolutely>.
0: <laughs> all right take care
1: all right thank you guys